today as long as it's taken right and get started. Miss Jan was like, where's he going? I'm just <laughs> nah. Um, so uh, y'all like Sherlock Holmes shows, anybody? And he said, no, nah, kind of. Sherlock, yeah, I, I like Sherlock Holmes. It was actually a good show on Netflix just called Sherlock. But anyway, uh, in, in the book, The Return of Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock says to Watson, he says, come, Watson, come. The game is afoot. Not a word. Into your clothes and come. So finally, y'all probably like, are we ever going to actually get into the spiritual armor? Because like, you've been, you've been leading up to it for a couple weeks, Brother Patrick. We're finally, we're finally there. And I got thinking like, uh, you know, college football starting this weekend. Any college football fans other than me? I love college football. Um, and and to, the fact that they can have a full capacity, uh, it's kind of fun. It's been, they said, over like 600 days or something since they had full capacity at, at games. And so it was fun to, uh, to see the crowds and the big crowds. And uh, uh, what was it, um, Wisconsin-Penn State game? They showed the, what Wisconsin jumping around after the third quarter and, you know, all the fans. You know, it was kind of neat to watch. Uh, the game is on. It's game time. It's go time, as as some as some would say. Uh, we're finally in this in the the looking at what makes up the spiritual armor today. And the last time I was with you, and it's not, it's not going to be on the screen, I don't think. But the last time I was with you, the central statement of that sermon was this: because we are in a real fight, not against flesh and blood, but against evil spiritual forces, we should take up the full armor of God and stand firm. Amen. That was. That was uh, the central statement a couple weeks ago. Today, we're going to be looking at the fight. We're going to get into the actual fight itself. We're going to look at the actual armor, and we're going to break it down. And as uh, some have said, uh, other than cooking with gas, some people would also say it's on like a chicken bone. All right, you ever said that? It's on like a chicken bone. Uh, and we're going to look at this full armor of God, All right, what others have, have coined or, or have termed the panoply of God. All right, we're going to look at that over the next three sermons in Ephesians. Next week, we're going to take a break, okay, and do the homecoming thing there. But we're going to come back, uh, and we'll finish it. We're going to do two parts of the armor each week, okay? All right, and so just to give you a heads up, we should be done with Ephesians at the end of October. All right. I was supposed to be, I thought somebody would say something like, yeah, right. right, right. All right, we're in, we're, this is week 39, as you can tell, so it's been a while. But this is the full armor of God. And I thought we'd have a little audience participation since uh, I haven't been with you in a couple weeks. And so if you know what each one stands for, all right, you can impress your brothers and sisters. Yeah, if you don't know, then, then, then don't, then act like, you know, do your answer like this first. Okay, all right, so y'all ready? Okay, so the belt is the belt of, anybody know? Nope, it's, it's righteous, I mean truth, that's right, it is truth. The breastplate is righteousness. The shoes or the feet are gospel. The shield? Faith. Have somebody say it, faith. The helmet of salvation. All right, and then the sword is the word of God. Okay, so we're going to to break that that down, and we'll have to have another quiz because that that pretest that pretest. It's a cheat sheet like the divide next time. Yeah, yeah, I should have. That's right. Uh, the pretest wasn't good, so I'm looking forward to good grades uh, on the post test later. Okay, all right. So today we're looking at the belt and the breastplate. Now, remember, remember, a long time ago, like about almost a year ago. Um, where Paul was when he wrote this. He was in jail. 
he was literally chained to a Roman soldier, okay? So, so he could see him. He could see what the soldiers got on. All right, and so he's going to use that, and and you're going to, and we're going to go through each of these parts of of the armor of God, and it's one of my favorites. I, I love this passage of scripture, and so, uh, and just a reminder of him being in chains. It also tells us in Ephesians six twenty that he was. I, he says, "I am an ambassador in chains." He literally was in chains. Okay, uh, pray that I might be bold enough to speak about it as I should. So. Here is our um, central statement today, and I know Miss uh, Mr. Orris is going to give me an A today. All right. So the first two parts of the full armor of God are the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. The belt indicates preparedness, permanence, and productivity, while the breastplate indicates protection. So that's what we're looking at today. I get an A today. Thumbs up. All right. Good deal. Okay. So here we go. Let's get in it. Ephesians six fourteen. This is the only verse today. It's our central verse today. Okay. Stand therefore. With truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest. Stand. Stand. Now, as we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, this idea of standing was important. Remember? Trust God. Be ready. Uh, you know, we looked in the Exodus and, uh, you know, the, the people, the, you know, uh, Pharaoh, as I mentioned earlier, was like, what have we done? We've let our slaves leave. What in the world? we got to go get them. What are we thinking? You know, and so they went to go get them, and then the uh, people of Israel were like, God, you should just let us in over there in Egypt, you know. And then he says to them, but Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you'll never see again. All right, stand firm. And we've talked extensively about this idea, how it really comes from a position of victory, right? Christ has already won, amen? Christ, is, Christ has defeated the, de uh, the devil uh, the death in the grave. He's defeated that. Amen? And so we're already standing from a position of victory. And then we also talk about this idea of at the same time though we still have to do our best to resist Satan and, and his minions. And we're also picturing the idea of wrestling. Uh, we, we, we looked at that. And the whole idea of wrestling is to what? It's to be the one still standing at the end. All right? To be the one standing at the end. But it's a, it's a battle. It's a struggle. It's a fight. And it takes everything you have. Amen? So we stand firm and we hope in the Lord, but we've got to put on some equipment. So we're going to look at this equipment here. All right? And so the first one is the belt of truth. Belt of truth. As I mentioned in the central statement, this belt of truth symbolizes preparedness, permanence, and productivity. We're going to look first at preparedness if you're taking, if you're taking notes. Being prepared is important. I always, as a basketball coach, I always pride myself in having my team ready to play each and every game. Now, whether we, we won or not, um, I never wanted on my conscience, and I didn't do the best I could do to get my team prepared. I, 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 there was, in fact, one thing that was kind of funny. Uh, I may have told you this story before, but the last game I coached, we lost to Chipley by three points in the Final Four. Um, and then about a year later, Malcolm Pollock, my uh, former assistant, former player and assistant, was then working with Lincoln at Lincoln High School, and he saw Chipley's coach at a, uh, at a summer tournament and, uh, and they got to talking, you know, and had a good conversation. He's a good guy, a uh, good, really good guy over there. And, uh, he, he, but he said, uh, Malcolm, I just have to know, how in the world did y'all, where did y'all get your game plan from? Like, that was the best game plan on us all year. And, uh, and Malcolm said, well, Coach Murphy doesn't leave any stone unturned. And we found some, some video from, uh, from a school in Tennessee. He said, Tennessee? Oh, we did play in Tennessee that year. So, uh, and so the point is, like, we, we really, really want to do our best to be prepared. Um, John Wooden, anybody know about John Wooden? 
former basketball coach, best bas- best college basketball coach of all time. Um, he is known famously, well, maybe not as famously because some people may not know this, but among athletes in the sports world, um, he is famous for having taught his players how not to have creases in their socks before they play. Yes, he's, they, that was one of the first things he did as a coach. First day of practice, he'd bring them in, sit them down, say, we're not going to practice yet. All right, let me show you how to put on your sock. 